welcome to the Studio Chat Podcast. My name is Barbara Thompson. Each week I'll be bringing you a self-care expert or a message to help you to discover how to live your best life and understand your mind-body connection. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now, let the Studio Chat begin. Hey guys, today we're going to talk about where to start. A lot of the time that we want to be healthy and look after ourselves, you know, the first word that comes to my mind, and I'm sure it might come to yours, is diets, dieting. And being a Monday when this podcast comes out, or like any day that you listen to this, usually the beginning of the day is where we make all these promises to ourselves. I like to call them a contract. And we make this contract to ourselves that it's like the all or nothing thinking. Today I'm going to do this. Today I'm going to eat clean. Today I'm going to do my steps. Today I'm going to be really good. Does that sound familiar? Does it sound familiar that if you're heading into a new week, a new day, you have just come off a weekend of like, you know that weekends, like we've all done them. Where you're like, okay, I'm going to eat all the food, I'm just, oh, I'm going to eat everything, I'm going to really indulge because I'm going to be really good from tomorrow, I'm not going to eat anything. And you almost stuff yourself to when you feel really sick. And yeah, you just get, and then you start on the Monday morning or whatever day you decide to um, do this new contract for yourself. And everything just, it just feels like, You just repeat this pattern over and over again. Now, I want to share a few things with you in this podcast. First of all, we're going to talk about a few questions to ask yourself before I have a chat to you about what your body actually needs and where the best place to start. So let's dive in and have a look at before you even start thinking of, okay, I want to might be lose weight. I want to be healthy. I want to learn about nutrition. I want to eat clean. I want to diet, I want to do calorie deficit, I want to, you know, um, whatever it is that you want to do, the first thing I want to kind of get you to do is look at your history of what you've done in the past, because what tends to happen is we have a fallback, and I want you to cast your mind back to it may be a way of eating, it may be a certain amount of calories, it may be the way that you structure your day around your meals, we're all different. Have a think about that. And is that your fallback? And how long has that fallback been for? Has that been the thing that you've reverted to the last two years, five years, 10 years, even more? And with that diet, with that food plan, with that calorie deficit, or whatever it is that you've been following or wanting to follow, how long did it last for? How did you feel when you were on it? What were the results like and were they long lasting? And do you feel it's like your last resort? You're all or nothing, you'll fall back. That's the first thing I want you to even look at and just think about because we always dive into these new ideas, these new shakes, this new food plan. This is going to be it. This is going to be the the final time I'm going to lose the weight. And we don't very really... Even if we go and see someone and ask for help, they don't really dive into our history. And I really, truly believe to build a good, healthy foundation with ourselves, where we learn about nutrition, we actually learn about what our specific body, we're all different, what our body needs. It's a game changer. But the first thing that you've got to do is ask yourself, 
What have I done in the past? And be really honest with yourself. What have I done in the past? What worked? What hasn't? And most of the time we'll look back and none of it really worked because we want long lasting change in results. And yes, we've done, we did that restrictive eating. We did the restrictive um, whatever rules on ourselves to get the results but it's never long lasting. I mean, how many times do you hear people on a food challenge or a 12 week challenge or something like that? And they go, you say to them, what's the first thing you're going to do? And they've always got an answer. Oh, I'm going to eat a pizza or going to go out for dinner or I'm going to get drunk or, <laughs> you know, everyone's got an answer for it where it's like, no, I actually, this is a lifestyle. And sometimes I don't really like that word, but it is what it is. And you eat like that for the rest of your life. So that's like the first thing I want you to just have a think about before you start these promises to yourself, before you spend any money, before you go and do something, look at the foundation, where it's got you, you know, what has brought you to where you are today. One of your values and beliefs around food, how do you feel about it? You know, do you have an emotional connection to it? Do you overeat? Do you undereat? Do you sabotage yourself? Does eating make you feel good? Is it the only thing in life that keeps you going every day? Write all of these things down. The other thing I want you to have a look at is have a think about, cast your mind back to the first seven or ten years of your life. What did your family life and home life look like around food and meal times? Even how your school lunches were packed. What did your parents say to you? You can't have that because it's just before dinner or you eat too much or eat everything on your plate or even the types of foods that were served uh, that were served in your house, the foods that were in your pantry, the foods that were in your cupboards and your freezer. Even how was your how were your meals? How's your breakfast, lunches and dinners served up at the table? Could you help yourself? Were they portioned? Were there rules around that? Uh, yeah, what did you take for lunch to school? And as you grow up, how was your relationship with food? But really, looking at that first seven to ten years, having a think about as a kid growing up, what your world looked like around food. Even if you don't ever have any hang-ups about dieting or your body or food, it's really interesting to see because a lot of the patterns that we pick up as adults and that we've got, Uh, in our subconscious mind for that first seven to ten years of our life that this food's good this food's bad you eat too much you eat too little you know all of those rules so check that out and have a look at that and I really they're the first kind of couple of questions I want you to look at before you start doing anything and I want to now just give you a bit about like how I work with my clients and what I do is I really believe that it's the best way is to educate yourself on what your body needs because we're all so different and I never tell my clients or on this podcast as I go through these episodes I'm never going to tell you what to do I'll guide you and show you and give you some options but not everything is for everyone and I'll never give you a plan of what to eat because I'm not you I don't I don't know what is what feels right for you and what doesn't feel right for you because no one knows you like you know you and I want to help you trust yourself but we've never been shown how to and especially around food and there's a really cool word 
that I want you to, to know about today and that's bio-individuality. And bio-individuality is, it's almost like how uh, we've all got like a thumbprint or fingerprints, right? And they're all different and our bio-individuality is the same. So I could eat something and feel really great and then someone the same age as me could have something and, you know, break out in a rash or have a gut reaction or feel really ill from it. We're just so different. But the thing is, is we all want that one thing, that one fix to to fix us. The other thing I really work on too is sometimes pain in our bodies indicates to us that we're doing something wrong and it's not necessarily something is wrong with us. So I come across a lot of people in my studio and what I do is they've had something, a pain or something that's been happening to their body for a while and they've just ignored it, ignored it and that's something that's something that I really want to bring to your attention today too. So there's a lot of things to think about before we even start to look at how we're going to fuel our body. We just spoke about bioindividuality. Now, the thing with bioindividuality is when I share with, with you some of this stuff today about where to start and what does your body need, the thing is, is I want you to be really aware that our bodies change over time. So yes, we've got a bioindividuality. But over time, our age, the stage of life, whether we're teenagers, whether we're in our 20s or we want to conceive or we've had just had a baby and we're breastfeeding or we're going into menopause or whatever, we're all different ages at different stages, different seasons and we have different needs. So we can work out what our bioindividuality is for right now. But in 8 or 10 years time, that's totally going to change. And the thing that I want you to really know about is, you know, your biofeedback. Because if you know what your biofeedback is, you're going to be the master of your own life. You're going to know what your body needs. And when your body does change and it needs different things, you're going to know what to do. You don't need to pay anyone to get the plan or to do anything because you're going to know your own body. And like I said, no one knows you. No one knows you like you do. And for an example with me, uh, for a while I've been having uh, a really swollen eye and I thought it was, I took antihistamines and I just, I thought it was allergy, allergy related and then you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> like, I, it took a while because with my biofeedback I've got a journal which I'll talk to you about how to do that in a minute. I actually worked out that I have um, pumpkin doesn't agree with me and if I eat pumpkin at the moment because it's a histamine food I get a swollen eye <laughs> so it's so interesting and I've eaten pumpkin for years and now all of a sudden my body's like mm, don't like pumpkin so these are the things I want to share with you so with our biofeedback the great way for us to learn about what is biofeedback? Biofeedback means your body is constantly trying to get your attention, trying to talk to you, trying to let you know if everything's good or just to flag something to you. So like I said, pain doesn't always necessarily indicate that there's something wrong. It's just that we're doing something wrong. So pain could be we're smoking too much or you're eating too much and your stomach's like, oh, it's too full, it's too tight. Uh, you may be eating things that your body doesn't like or you might have a lot of emotional congestion in your body 
or or in your lives or you've just got too much daily stress your body will be telling you how it's affected by this but we are so disconnected from our our mind and our body is so disconnected that we just actually just don't know we're just living day-to-day life and almost have blinkers on that we're just not noticing what our body is actually trying to tell us there's no one size fits all for any of us we're all so different but then knowing that we change every eight to ten years and food is just such a powerful weapon guys for your health because it nourishes you it rejuvenates you and it rebalances your bodies because most of the time dis-ease which means your body's disease like it's not at ease and the body's inflamed and it's stressed most of the time a lot of us are walking around that we're just really deficient in nutrients and that's all it is and our body's so inflamed and out of balance that when we listen to our body and we give it what it needs uh, that's why you are what you eat so if we give it what it needs it can really help it balance and to feel good because most of us actually don't know what it feels like to feel good so there are a few things that I wanted to for you to have a think about before we dive into looking at what does your body need. So let's just do a bit of a recap. So before you start any food plan or any diet or anything that you want to do, just ask yourself, what's your diet history? What have you done in the past? What worked? What ha- We know what hasn't worked. What's your fallback? And why do you keep falling back to that particular way of eating? And is it serving you? Do you feel good? Or does it just make you feel more riddled with guilt? And then you get more rules and more food rules and more restrictions. And then your binging gets worse. And the weekends go by and the Mondays go by and the months go by. And you think, oh my God, it's been six months and I still haven't done the thing. Then I want you to think about the first seven to ten years of your life growing up as a kid. What did food? What did eating? What were the food rules around your house? Have a look at that. We mentioned bio-individuality. And then the biofeedback. So in biofeedback, how to track that is just by writing down, and I know a lot of people roll their eyes and be like, oh my God, if another person tells me to make a food journal, I'm not doing it. But guys, this is a different way of doing it. There's different stages and different different levels of doing a food journal. So usually when I start with my clients, I get them to do a food journal and all it is is you can even just take photos with your phone every day, just whatever you eat, just take a photo of it. Because that night, the next morning, 24 hours to 48 hours, your body's going to be telling you something with it. Yep, that was a great meal. I felt really good. I felt satisfied. I slept well. I don't have any anxiety today. I, I'm in a really good mood. I feel great. Or oh, my stomach's bloated. My skin's broken out. I'm feeling really tired or anxious today. That food that you, that food journal that you've written down is going to give you a lot of information. So just start off at that level. And during these episodes, I'll share with you a bit more about how to track your biofeedback. So let's look at some ways of being able to just see what your body needs. So I'm a true believer in eating as nature's intended. So our bodies, you think about it. So our brain and our body, when we talk about caveman days, I talk about this a lot, guys. So you'll probably in my episodes be like, oh, she's talking about caveman days again. But this is was a real eye-opener for me when I when I was just like this stuff is simple it's not like it's not complicated it's that our body 
recognizes some foods and it doesn't recognize other foods. And if we eat as nature's intended with, you know, there's not ready-made meals, no artificial preservatives or chemicals, if we're just eating as our body has recognized from caveman days back in the days, it knows what to do with it and it processes it, it digests, digests it and it feels good. So, and if you can choose organic wherever possible as well, it just really helps things as well to be, you know, our foods to be free of chemical fertilizers, pesticides, anything like that. Because then we're just not, it's really, those things are proven to have a lot of harmful effects on our reproductive health, our hormones, and just overloading our liver. And another way I think of just help giving what your body needs is invest in a juice that will blender so if you've got a juicer or blender and you know in the kitchen that should be your best friend it should always be up on the on the breakfast bar and the reason why I say that is you can just chuck anything in at any time rather than reaching for like a bag of chips or some bickies like just get your get your juicer or blender out and just chuck some um, vegetables or fruit in there and that's our bodies are crying out for nutrients so you think about it back in the day we'll talk about caveman days when they're walking around eating they didn't eat much back then but what they could get their hands on it was really nutrient dense food it was amazing food for them now we just open our fridge and the food's there we just go to our pantry we just get menu log we just get takeaways it's right on our doorstep we don't have to do anything and it's there but the thing is we're surrounded by food but it's just lacking nutrients so can you see the difference is most of us are just always hungry or we feel like we need to eat and it's just because we're eating a lot of food but a lot of it's just not full of nutrients but also it's not made for our bioindividuality it's not it's not for us we're eating it because someone told us to or we're eating it for convenience or you know for many other reasons so the other thing I'd really like you to think about is just looking at limiting your intake of gluten containing grains as well and I will do an episode on this at some stage but the main thing about it is just that gluten can just really irritate and damage the intestinal lining and it just causes inflammation immune reactions and contributes to things like such as leaky gut so it's just a really great idea just to you know leave them out for a bit and see the difference that it makes and we all know this one, <laughs> stay away from processed sugary products, but it's really, it's true. And once you cut that out, uh, you actually really notice the difference. And the less you eat of it, the more you want of it. So there's a saying, like you eat shit, you feel like shit. You eat, you know, you eat good food, you feel really good. It, like I said, it's none of this I'm sharing is rocket science. It's all really simple, but we're just so confused there's just too much information out there. And when you're starting off, you're going, oh my God, what's the right way? What's the wrong way? What's the best powder? What's the best supplement? It's like, just let's keep it simple and we can build on everything. That's what that's what uh, this podcast is all about too, is learning different ways. Because not every way is going to be right for you and that's okay. Uh, the other thing too is eat good fats. So just make sure that, you know, you've got... A good coconut oil or some organic dairy or grass-fed, you know, there's some um, nuts and avocados and all that kind of stuff. And you know, just be smart in the kitchen. Just I never, I don't actually own a microwave anymore, 
and I love it. I love cooking in the oven or on the oven top and also having like a cast iron pot and just slow cooking meals is a really great way. And the other thing I wanted to share with you too is just eating in a relaxed state. How many of us now eat meals where we're just not looking at our phone, not looking at the TV? We're, because we've got so much to do, we're always eating and doing something. Mainly it's looking at our phone. It could be reading something. It could be studying something. It could be on the go and just our stomach and digestive system just are so sensitive. And when we're rushing our meals, it'll just put our body into the state of fight or flight. And it just compromises our digestive process and the uptake of nutrients. So, you know, that's just make sure you're just relaxing while you're eating. And uh, that will really help as well. So to start with, I just wanted to give you... An idea of each week when you make these promises to yourself, where to start, what to do. Like it's, guys, I know it's so overwhelming. There's so much information out there. Some weeks you give up because you just can't be bothered because there's just too much information. But I don't want you to give up. I want you to learn what your biofeedback is, what your body is telling you and what your bioindividuality is for now. What foods your body enjoys eating. And over the next few episodes, I'll be sharing more about this stuff with you. So let me know if any of this is uh, helpful. I'd love to know. Uh, Send me a DM on Instagram and you can review this podcast too. I'd really appreciate it. But also uh, shortly in the studio, I'm going to be launching a four-week online course. So if this stuff has interested you, you know, has kind of sparked some interest, I will be starting a four-week course soon. I'll be be bringing more of that to you as well. So I hope you enjoyed the episode and we will dig more into this, you know, nutrition. There's so much in here to unpack with you, but it's really good just to start off with little bite-sized pieces. It doesn't need to be complicated and be your own boss. Start learning about your body, what it's trying to say. And in other episodes, what we're going to do is look at treating the cause, not the symptom. All right, have a great day, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it has inspired you on your self-care journey. Please feel free to share this with a friend and subscribe over on Apple Podcast. I really love hearing your feedback. So guys, please feel free to write a review on Apple and let me know which part of this episode resonated with you the most. To fall in love with yourself is the first secret to happiness. To find out a bit more about Self Care Studio or the Studio Chat podcast, head over to my Instagram page, self underscore care underscore studio, or on my website, selfcarebybarbarathompson.com.au. Really look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Look after you, and I'll catch you soon. Bye.